Welcome to the Refine Your Health podcast with Dr. Dion. I'm a primary care physician, and now I can happily add podcaster. Tune in to each episode to hear great information on improving health outcomes, disease prevention, and overall community health advocacy. Thanks for listening. Now let's jump into today's episode to improve your health. Hello, listeners. This is your host, Dr. Dion, and thanks for checking out this episode of Refine Your Health. First of all, I'd like to say I am so excited to be back doing this podcast because I took some time off over the summer to basically relax, rejuvenate, so I can come back energized to provide more amazing content. First, I'd like to thank my loyal listeners out there who have been continuously listening to the podcast episodes and sharing it with friends and family and colleagues. Also, just for those who are currently listening for the first time, thank you for checking out the podcast and I hope you find this information to be helpful. So let's just jump right into the episode. So let's discuss something that has been prevalent in the news recently other than COVID. So we're still dealing with COVID. However, there's a new condition that recently came up in the news that had a recent outbreak. And majority of you may know that there's a condition out there or a virus that's been spreading called the monkeypox virus. So I wanted to take time out for this episode to kind of discuss what monkeypox is and basically get rid of some of the misinformation that may be out there about this condition. So let's first start off by talking about what is monkeypox. Now, monkeypox is a rare disease caused by infection with the monkeypox virus. Now, many people may think, oh, you know, monkeypox is related to chickenpox. It is not. Monkeypox is not related to chickenpox. The monkeypox virus basically is part of the same family of viruses as the variola virus. And so some of you may be asking, okay, what is variola virus? Well, the variola virus group contains a particular virus or a disease that many of you may have heard of is smallpox. So the monkeypox virus falls within this family. So monkeypox symptoms are similar to smallpox symptoms, but milder and is rarely fatal compared to smallpox. And Monkeypox was discovered back in 1958, according to the Center for Disease Control, when two outbreaks of the pox virus or disease occurred in colonies of monkeys kept for research. Now, despite being called monkeypox, the source of the disease is unknown. So it's not due to monkeys, but it is a condition that can occur in rodents as well as non-human primates like monkeys that may carry the virus and then can infect people. Now, the first human case was diagnosed in 1970. And prior to this recent outbreak that we've been hearing about in the United States, the monkeypox virus was reported in majority of countries outside of the United States in several Central and Western African countries. Now, almost all of the cases in people outside of Africa were linked to basically international travel to areas where this condition mostly occurred as well as through imported animals. So now that we know a little bit about the background about monkeypox, some of you guys may be wondering, okay, how is it spread? Monkeypox can spread in several ways. Now, one of the most common ways is close or intimate contact. You may be asking, so, okay, what do you mean by that? Now, that's direct contact with the monkeypox rash, scabs, or bodily fluids from a person with the monkeypox virus, touching objects or 
clothing, bedding, or towels are some surfaces that have been used by someone with monkeypox. And contact with respiratory secretions, such as being exposed to someone with monkeypox who may have like coughed in your vicinity, sneezed, things of that nature. Now, there's direct contact that can happen during intimate contact, and that's including oral, anal, or vaginal sex, or touching the genitals, such as the penis, testicles, labia, or vagina, or even the butthole of a person with monkeypox. It can occur potentially through hugging, massaging, and kissing. Prolonged face-to-face contact, so someone that's in your personal bubble space for a prolonged period of time. Touching fabrics and objects during sex that were used by a person with monkeypox in areas that have not been disinfected, such as bedding, towels, and sex toys. Now, a person with monkeypox can spread it to others from the time the symptoms occur, as well as until the rash has fully healed and a fresh new layer of skin has appeared. Now, that means that this illness can last anywhere from two to four weeks. A pregnant person can spread the virus to their fetus through the placenta if they become infected. Also, infected animals, it's possible for people to get monkeypox from animals. So either by being scratched or bitten by an animal or preparing or eating meat or using products from an infected animal. Now that we've talked about some of the background about monkeypox and how it spread and pretty much how long it can last and when people can potentially become infected. Let's talk about some of the signs and symptoms. People with monkeypox can get a rash that may be located on or near their genitals. So that's like I previously mentioned, the penis, testicles, labia, or vagina are your butthole region. But it can be found in other areas like your hands, your feet, chest, face, or mouth. Now, the rash can go through several stages and it includes scabbing and healing. And that's what I mentioned earlier. You have these pox-like lesions, then it starts uh, scabbing over and then you have healing. Then you have this new layer of fresh new skin layer that develops. The rash initially may look like pimples or blisters and they can be painful or itchy. Other symptoms of monkeypox can be anything from fever, chills, swollen glands or lymph nodes, exhaustion or fatigue, muscle aches and backache, headache, respiratory symptoms such as sore throat, nasal congestion or cough. Some individuals may experience all or only a few of the symptoms. People may even have like a flu-like symptoms before the rash. Some people get the rash first, then develop the symptoms. They're individuals that just only have the rash. So as I previously mentioned that this illness can last anywhere from two to four weeks. So basically, if you have any of these symptoms or know anyone that has these symptoms, I would advise at least to contact a healthcare provider and figure out the next steps, whether they do testing at their office or the other alternative for individuals is to contact your local state health department to figure out if you think you may have monkeypox and what should be the next steps that you should do as far as trying to figure out or confirming that you may or may not have this condition. So what do you need to know as far as it relates to being diagnosed with monkeypox. So first, like I mentioned, you need to check with your primary care physician. If you don't have a primary care physician, then you may need to look into calling the local health department to find out the next steps. But 
the cost of the monkey pox testing depends on where you get it. But testing conducted by the public health departments are usually free. So that may be a reason that you may want to check with your health department first, because I don't know if your primary care office may be charging you for a visit just to get tested where you can go to the state health department and possibly get this testing for free. So when to get tested, that may be your next question. Testing is only recommended if you have a rash that seems to be consistent with the monkeypox virus, like I mentioned previously. Now, if you think that you have monkeypox, been in close contact with someone who has monkeypox, consider taking the proper precaution and visiting your healthcare provider or like I mentioned, contacting your local health department. If you think you may have monkeypox virus, these are some of the things that you need to do as far as precautions. These are some initial steps that you should consider, such as avoiding close contact, including sex or being intimate with anyone until you have been checked out by a medical provider. And if you don't have a provider health insurance, then visit the public health department. And when you see a healthcare provider, making sure that you're still wearing your mask and remind them that the virus is circulating in the area. A lot of healthcare providers are aware and thinking about monkeypox as a potential diagnosis in individuals who develop a new rash and some of these flu-like symptoms that was mentioned earlier. The other thing is where to get tested. I mentioned the healthcare provider as well as your local health department. What to expect when you get tested, you'll have to fill out some paperwork first and foremost, and they'll take a specimen and they'll most likely take the specimen from any of the skin lesions from the monkey pox virus. So basically from the rash and they'll take them from several sites and it's going to be uncomfortable, but those specimens will be sent out to a lab and to detect specifically the monkey pox virus. A lot of people ask like, how long will it take? It'll take a few days. So in the meantime, you'll need to be taking those precautions, kind of isolating yourself while you're awaiting your results. Now, what do your results mean? Now, if your results are positive, then you need to take the necessary steps to protect yourself and others until you've completely recovered. And like I mentioned, it can be anywhere from two to four weeks. And then if your test is negative, that means that they did not detect the virus and you probably do not have monkeypox. The other thing is if your test is inconclusive, meaning that it's neither negative or positive, that means that you more than likely will need to be test it again if the test was inconclusive. Now that I've talked about how it's diagnosed in the testing process, how do you protect yourself? So let me give you some prevention steps. So first and foremost, avoiding close skin to skin contact with people who have the rash that looks like monkeypox, avoiding contact with objects and materials that a person with monkeypox may have used and washing your hands often. I like to mention as well, where has the outbreaks been occurring? Mostly in the United States. Now, first and foremost, I would like to say, regardless of sexual orientation or gender identity, who has been in close or personal contact with someone who has monkeypox is at risk. Now, the data suggests that as far as the outbreaks in the United States have been more prevalent in gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men make up a majority of the cases in the current monkeypox outbreak. I wanted to dispel any myths that may be out there about monkeypox and that it is only in gay and bisexual individuals. That is not true. It can occur in anyone, regardless of sexual 
orientation is just more prevalent in this patient population. As far as recommendations, as far as prevention is taking the necessary steps, prevention steps, as far as getting vaccinated, if you were exposed to monkeypox or at a higher risk of being exposed to monkeypox to help protect the community in which you live. In addition to prevention, as it relates to the vaccine, I wanted to make sure that people are aware that it is limited as far as the availability of the vaccine, but it is available as a prevention measure. There is a treatment that is available for individuals that may have been diagnosed with the monkeypox virus. However, there are no treatments specifically for monkeypox, but because it's similar to the smallpox virus, they're using uh, antiviral drugs developed to protect against smallpox, thinking that it may be beneficial to treat monkeypox because they're within the same viral family, I should say. And one of those treatments is called T-pox. And if you're prescribed T-pox for treatment of monkeypox, you'll be notified that you're asked to sign a consent and stating that you understand that this is an investigational drug that is being used to treat monkeypox because it has not been confirmed or studied long enough to be considered an effective treatment for monkeypox and that it is not yet approved by the FDA. T-pox is mostly used for individuals with severe disease or those at high risk of developing severe disease. It's used because it can reduce the amount of virus in the body. Research focused on the safety in healthy people without monkeypox virus infection showed the drug to be safe based on the Center for Disease Control website. But I would like to emphasize that T-pox is currently free, so you don't have to pay for it. But this is what I would like to mention is that most people with monkeypox recover fully within two to four weeks without the need for medical treatment. So just because you get it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to get the treatment. Like I mentioned earlier, it's investigational drug and usually is recommended for individuals that may have a, a risk of having severe disease or may develop complications from getting the infection. We just recently got through talking about the treatment, but I mentioned as well as a preventative measure, the vaccine. Now the vaccine is not available everywhere. So you may want to check with your local health department or local pharmacies as far as who may or may not have the monkeypox virus vaccine is available in limited supply. So I know I went through a lot of information. However, I wanted to make sure that I gave you some information about this outbreak and who it impacts and as well as ways to protect yourself. Like I mentioned, if you know about a condition, you know how to protect yourself. You look for signs and symptoms so you'll know when to seek medical attention. Before I get out of here, I wanted to mention that there are some ongoing research regarding the monkey pox virus in addition to testing the potential treatment that I mentioned previously, which is T-pox. However, there's ongoing research as it relates to finding out if the virus can spread when someone has no symptoms as well as how often monkeypox is spread through respiratory secretions or when a person with monkeypox symptoms might be more likely to spread the virus through respiratory secretions. That's being studied as well as can the monkeypox be spread through semen, vaginal fluids, 
urine or feces. I hope this information has been helpful. And if you like the content, please like and leave a comment as far as wherever you stream your podcast. Feel free to share with friends and family. So once again, I'm so excited to be back. Thanks for checking out this episode. And this is your host, Dr. Dion. Take care. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please subscribe and feel free to tell your family and friends to check out the podcast. And remember, this podcast is for educational purposes only and the thoughts and opinions do not constitute medical advice.